Yo, David. What's up? So uh, I got a little bit of gripe to uh, to air out with my fellow my fellow humans. Got some gripe drink going on there. Yeah, I'm a little pissed because the the irony, the sheer irony of the fact that I can't wear a mask this Saturday night, this Halloween, because people are too dumb to wear fucking masks, is beyond comprehension. I'm sorry. Wait, why can't you wear a mask? Because there's no Halloween parties for me to enjoy. Can't go trick-or-treating. Can't do anything because we can't wear a mask on Halloween because there is no Halloween. Halloween has been canceled by the government. I'm upset. What were you going to be for Halloween? You really want to know? Yeah. I was going to be Fat Thor. That Thor might have been a little mean. It would have just been that Fortnite playing long haired Asgardian that is just done with life. And he has a pet rabbit slash raccoon. So you'd just be going as someone in a dad with a dad bod and long hair. Yeah, and a video game controller. Oh, okay. uh, I would just be chirping every Fortnite person I saw. I'd be like, <laughs> and I'd be like, this is my friend Cork. This is my other <laughs> friend. And just run around and kind of do my own thing. How are you, sir? How are you? I'm not too bad. Not too bad. It's been a eventful week. Right? We went from having literally nothing to talk about last week. We are sorry if it was a groaner for you guys. There was very limited news. To more news than we could possibly handle in a hour-long podcast. Yeah. It It's like the floodgates opened over the weekend. Yeah. Now, and- I will... I have to tell you something. I'm, I'm sad to admit this. I got a little busy and I haven't finished season one of The Mandalorian yet. However. Yeah, we knew that was going to happen. No, no. It's still my plan because it only releases one episode at a time. So technically speaking, no, I'm I, still fine. You're going to have to double down on watching because you're going to have to be playing catch up. Exactly. But by our next episode, episode one will have aired. So I technically have until our next recording date to watch the end of last season plus the first episode. Better get on that. Yeah, it's it's, called, it's a little bit of a time buffer. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I did accidentally see the trailer, and I'm stoked. <laughs> I don't think the trailer really uh, gives out too much. Like, you, you know that he is going to find, or he's looking for the Jedi. That's really about it. Does, uh... Is that the girl from, and like, this is me being you, but is that the girl from like Deadpool and Fast and the Furious? Yeah. Like the girl in the trailer, it looks like her, but I purposely am not looking up the Mandalorian on IMDb because if there's a character that dies or something and I I could like come to a conclusion being like, oh, this person's only been in four episodes. So I'm trying very hard not to look it up. Um, I don't know. I honestly watched the trailer twice. And when that's when it came out, and I was just like, "Ooh, sweet!" Okay, I, I will look up just that specific person. Now the thing is, there with the Mandalorian series, or at least the first season, 
um, there are episodes that don't have characters in it, but then they come in to later character or later episodes as Which well. Which is why I don't want to look up the, the series in itself, because I think that's a don't, bad idea. Don't worry about it. Don't do it then. Don't do it. Um, just give me a second. I'm trying to figure out what this girl's name is. Because, of course, I can't think of it off the top of my head. But, yeah, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited for it. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that I just... I mean, I wasn't excited at first. And then I, I like started watching it and I really got into it. Um, and then we had a bunch of things kind of come up over the last week and a half. So I haven't had a chance to get back to it. But it's... Right there on my list. Between that and Halloween stuff this week, I've got a lot on the go. Yeah, really, all I have is uh, Mandalorian. Up, uh, she is in the Mandalorian, based off all the posters that showed up when I clicked her name. Her name is Gina Carano. I don't know who that is. She is in multiple episodes of season two. Huh. Um. And that's it. All right. That's all for me, guys. Have a that's, good one. That's it for the show. Uh, no, uh, this, th- yeah, this weekend, all I have, I didn't even really think of Halloween. Honestly, this is, it sucks that this year it's the first time it's been on a Saturday in what feels like a decade. Right. And yeah. of course it's the one year where we can't really do anything. And this is the first year that I actually have weekends off because I have a big boy job now. I think you just crushed a lot of our listeners with reminding them that this Halloween is happening on a Saturday (laughs) (laughs) and most of them don't have to get up on a Sunday. Hell, I booked this day off in August, hoping there'd be parties. We could always have a party, a Uh, webcam party. Well, I will, um, I will be on a Halloween trivia, um, hosted by, uh, some friends of mine just over zoom and uh, everybody's dressing up kind of, I mean, I wouldn't really want to wear a mask in my apartment, but I was thinking about either reusing my Dustin costume from last year or being an imposter slash crewmate. Just put on a sweater backwards and have a mask above my face. Mm. See the last few years, Angela and I have always done like a couple costumes because she's into that. Um, I usually want to do something like um, I wanted to go as a business person and have her dressed up as uh, a green card. Um. (laughs) And this is why some of the DMS we get about our podcast are like, are you okay? (laughs) Nah, she's, she loves it. Um, I, I've always wanted to go as uh, cheese nips. I don't know if they have, I don't know if they have those in the United States. But uh, cheese nips, they're like these cracker things that are little tiny squares of cheesy cracker goodness. And I always thought it would be funny to just go as a cheese nip, like a big, like a big boob with a single cheese nip as the nipple. (laughs) Uh, Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Angela always wants to go as like cute things. Like uh, one year we went, one year we did it, went as a. the fairly odd parents. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, she made these little crown things that we wore as like headbands. So it looked like they were floating and we had wings and, 
And then uh, one year we went as trash pandas. For anyone who doesn't know, that's the uh, Canadian term for uh, raccoon. Um, but the way we did it is we dress up as pandas. Uh, and we had t-shirts that we made with trash cans on it. So it's kind of like a pun. Um, yeah. And we, you know, we've, we, she usually wants to do cutesy thing. Trash pandas was my way of putting a joke into the costume, but yeah, we haven't really thought about it this year. I know that, uh, all I've really been thinking about is watching Mandalorian. Um, if anyone has seen some of our more recent Instagram posts, not counting our currently ongoing and potentially extended uh, contest for Cyberpunk 2077, um, you would have noticed that I got a, another board game in the mail. A Kickstarter game that I backed called Red Outpost. And someone, I can hear someone yelling, you you damn commies. <laughs> Be yelling that your neighbor. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm going to uh, do a little unboxing video so you guys can see kind of what's on the inside. And you know what the thing is, is about board games. Um, it's the, it's addicting just to open them up and like punch out all like the tokens and stuff like that. It's like crack. Maybe that's why I buy board games so much just to open them up. Yeah. The crack. It's actually probably cheaper than crack and healthier. Yeah. I mean, I remember opening uh, and specifically it was Catan because I always remembered playing Catan um, on my friend's old game where the number, like the tiles were already pre-numbered. I feel like, Um, or I just don't remember having to actually like, put down the tiles and then assign numbers to each one by flipping them over afterwards. And I remember punching all those out when I got the game and I was just like, were these all here? This seems so daunting, but it's so much fun. <laughs> Did you yeah. just have all those like cardboard cutouts for nothing? Yeah. Um, I've had some games like, well, like Gloomhaven, for example, that one had like, I don't know, like 17 sheets of cardboard cutout things like tokens and stuff like that. Did you finally get to play it though? I've played it once in my life. I've had it for like two and a half years. It's because it's it's such a big game and it's an investment. So you need like I I, I need a group of people to play with on a regular basis or at least, you know, get together every few weeks and crush a few campaign missions. Crush, crush a few brews. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's that's my weekend. Honestly, I Saturday, whatever, not that big of a deal. Sunday, though, I think there's going to be double discounts on candy. Oh, there are so many places that are just overstocked with things. Like, I was in the grocery store, and legitimately, they're already putting stuff on sale. I got a uh, a box of, oh, the the Mars Snickers thing, the Mars Snickers Twix M&M's. Yeah, it, yeah. it was down from... 15 to 10. That's that's and okay. Was, was that like the PC optimum points on was it? Was that like the 90 pack? Uh no, yeah, the 100 or whatever. Oh yeah. But like Yeah, see my Achilles heel is the uh the O Henry ones. Mm. So good? <laughs> yeah. So good. 
Would you say it's nice? Yeah, but you know what? I probably shouldn't buy a lot of candy because I also bought an exercise bike the other day. Oh, what kind? Yeah, because Costco had one on. It was like a fold-up one. Is it a uh, flex, uh, flex bike? Is that where you you move your arms at the same time? Uh, well, actually, yeah, we, it does have pulleys for your arms. No, it, it's not one of those. We we have it, but the I find it too stationary. Um, we want like when we move, we want to possibly look at getting a Peloton. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, we are... I... no, go ahead. I I figured you know with the winter coming and you know things are probably Ontario. Back to the little COVID numbers. Ontario the other week had like a thousand new cases. That was like three days ago. Yeah, I know. But still, in like the next day, it was like 800. So, you know, I feel like we're going to eventually get into another lockdown and with winter. So I figured I might as well get a little exercise bike to keep my legs moving while I'm watching TV and eating my multiple boxes of O. Henry Halloween (laughs) candy. (laughs) Um, Just before we get into our first topic, I've been contemplating this new segment because I'm learning, like I've always known how to cook and I've been a fairly decent cook, but I'm learning how to make new items. So last week, David uh, gave me some advice after I made it after our show, Uh, we were talking and I made chicken fried rice for the first time on my own. Not like out of a bag. I made everything from scratch. um, And I didn't know that there were scrambled eggs inside um, chicken fried rice. Yeah. I never knew that whatsoever. And I, I don't know why I never knew that, but I just never knew that this week's discovery. It's all, you know, sorry. It, it's also sometimes called egg fried rice as well, though. But if it's egg fried rice, it. there's no chicken in it. No, you like you put chicken in it. That's like shrimp fried rice also has eggs in it. Yeah, exactly. Apparently you need the scrambled eggs to get the taste, but mm-hmm. David's and advice MS- was, and MSG as well. I can't, I'm allergic to MSG. Well, then you're missing out. No, I'm definitely not. <laughs> we got Pizza Hut once with MSG, and I thought I was going to die. It was an awful night. Oh. Not, not that I was like, like I wasn't congested. Well, I was just really congested, but my nose wouldn't stop running. I couldn't see. It was it was just an awful allergic reaction to it. Yeah, At least my throat sh- didn't close up. You probably shouldn't have MSG then. <laughs> Side effects may include <laughs> runny nose, coughing, and, were- <laughs> and blindness. I could have probably filled a glass with the amount of tears I had that night. Because I just, it would, like, my eyes were pouring. It was trying to get me, like, as fast as I was drinking water, it was coming out of me. Like, I felt so dehydrated the next morning. Man. But. We could sell that. Sean's tears. <laughs> um, secret ingredient of the week. Do you know what the probably not so known ingredient in an apple crisp is? Cinnamon. You, you would think it's apple, cinnamon, brown sugar, oats, right? Sure. But you know how you get that gooiness in the apple crisp? It's a pack of vanilla pudding. Really? Yeah, so you take the vanilla uh, pudding dust and you mix it around the apples with that and some cold water. It creates sound like the pudding powder. (laughs) Put the pudding powder on the apples. Hey, kid, you want to buy some pudding dust? Right? Really? I've never heard of that. Yeah, so a bunch of recipes I looked up had it. 
And I was really craving apple crisp because it's a nice fall dish and you, you feel nice and warm. And I had another can of whipped cream. We didn't have ice cream. So I was like, all right, sure, why not? Great. You would almost say... Wow, wow, is very nice. Who, who, who just jumped into our chat? <laughs> I know, having a soundboard is kind of cool, but we got to talk about this movie before we get into anything major. That was quite the release by Amazon. Surprisingly, it even came out a day earlier than expected. Did it? But, uh, yeah, but Borat's subsequent movie film came out, and it was phenomenally funny. I I laughed. I cried. I got grossed out. It wasn't, like, you, you know now, like, Sasha Baron Cohen's stick, and you, you know... Like, people are on to him a lot more, so when he's recording things, people, if they recognize him, are assuming they're getting pranked Mm -hmm. in one way or another. But a lot of that footage was 100% like, hey, roll the camera and follow me. We're going to see what happens. Like, when him walking down the street and he was, like, ignoring people and he put the bag on his head, that was pretty, that was just, like, slapstick funny. When he interrupts Pence's... um, uh, like his address when Pence is that talking about legit lo- that happened. Yeah. And like, they were pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I like, where did he get that lifelike Trump co- <laughs> costume as he's trying to give his daughter to him? So uh, funny thing about that movie is I wanted to watch it and Angela did not want to watch it. She's like, it's so stupid. They're not funny. Like, it's just really stupid. I'm like, whatever, fine. So I started watching it and she was, she was on the couch. I'm like, okay, you don't have to watch it, but I am going to. So then she ended up watching the whole thing with me. And it, you know how, like, I, I don't know if Chris ever does this where she like tries not to enjoy something. Oh, all the time. But then eventually, you know, they're actually super into it. So there's a few times that uh, something happened and Angela would breathe quickly through her nose. <laughs> You know, like laugh, but like try and hold it in. And I'm like, you laugh. She's like, this is so stupid. I'm like, that's why it's funny, right? Because it's it's so obnoxiously dumb. Um, but then yeah, she she ended up enjoying it. And but it, oh my God, it does show how how ignorant and kind of psychotic some American people are. Be, before we get to the the reveal at the end of the film, which is very controversial. A lot of people are trying very hard to figure out if it's real or not. Was there a joke that just popped off the screen for you where you just like uncontrollably laughed? There was two for me. Um, I feel like there was a bunch of times that I laughed, <laughs> but I, I can't really think of so a specific. The, the, the Disney mock cartoon of Melania Trump. Oh yeah, very very funny. funny. Yeah, like they even made fun of how in the wedding of the Little Mermaid, the the priest gets a boner, but Mm -hmm. it's Trump's boner. But the joke that I think set the absolute pace for the movie happened in the first two minutes. And as a Canadian, I just oh yeah, but also like it, it's the difference between our leader and the American leader is the American, the American leader fucks up and doesn't care. Our leader acknowledged that he made a mistake and he was a kid and 
it was stupid of him and he wants to do better. Yeah. But the fact that the joke started off with being like, things have gone crazy since the last time I made this movie. Um, there's now a, there was a black president in the United States and one in Canada. <laughs> and then showed, yeah, it shows a picture of uh, Justin Trudeau doing his Arabian nights, blackface costume, which didn't go it's over funny. quite well, but it also was brought up way later and out of context. It's not like he did yeah. it recently, yeah. which is what I think helped it blow over. Yeah. Because uh, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, Justin Trudeau, the current prime minister of Canada years, many years ago, it was like a college party or something like that, or a high school party or something. Um, it was a Halloween party and the theme was Arabian nights. So he dressed up as like a Arabian prince or something, but then, and it wasn't even necessarily like the traditional blackface. I think he had painted himself kind of like a dark Brown, which Okay, whatever. I'm not going to get logistics of it, but he was going for the uh, like Middle Eastern look, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then, yeah, someone found someone found this picture in a yearbook or whatever, and then uh, sent it to the media, and then it blew up. But then people, most people, were like, "Okay, yeah, that happened like forever ago." He did his public apology, and then uh, it's it hasn't even been a topic since right and now they brought it up in the borat movie but i don't think it's going to make any significant impact other than people are going to laugh because like haha yep that happened right yeah but it's a good movie um i think it's crazy that uh they managed to like that he lived with those two guys, like you can see them in the trailer as well. Like the two kind of Southern guys live in the log cabin or whatever. And he actually spent like three or four days with them. Probably in character, like the whole time. Well, there was a video released from an interview. He just did where he's being like, things are being thrown at him after he performs at that fair. Um, I, I don't know if it was a Repu- like a, a Republican rally or something, but he performs as like a hick and he's singing that song about um, the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know, Sasha Baron Cohen is Jewish, but um, he's singing this song and apparently it was taken very, very poorly. And he like ran, like he sprinted to a van where he was safe and people were pelting this van with like stuff, which is crazy. But, like, some of the pranks in this film are also unbelievable. Obviously, the plastic surgery thing was fake because you don't just come up with that kind of cash, lay it out on a table, and hope for the best. Mm -hmm. But the whole abortion thing, the the doctor had no idea that was actually going on. You could just see the genuine look on his face when they were recording this. Oh, yeah. Be like... What the fuck? And but the- so here's the problem. It it also th- that is a prime example right there that um, without getting like too political about whether or not abortion is uh, a yay or a nay thing, uh, the fact that their Planned Parenthood, their clinics in the United States, or at least where they were, are run by the church. Right, the fact that that whole time this this guy and and the way that they were talking about it, 
if you didn't know that uh, she had eaten the uh, little tiny baby plastic thing on the cupcake, it clearly sounds like, you know, the Borat, he impregnated his daughter, right? The whole scene, the pastor is essentially saying like, you know what, like, you got no choice in this. This is going to happen, right? But it's a clinic for, you know, Planned Parenthood. And it just kind of like, so we were watching that and Angela was was really um, kind of like shocked about it because it's just like, that's not what these clinics are for. Like it's, it needs, you know, they're, if you go to something like that in Canada, you are given, um, not that I've been in one, <laughs> let me just preface this, but you're given um, options and you're given info uh, on the different options, the pros and cons of both and you're given a support system where meanwhile like this just shows like where they were in the united states they don't have that support system so i feel bad for people who are in a situation where they have become pregnant um you know by whichever means it happened and they are in need of like support on like what to do next because clearly if you go there they're just gonna be like well you know what god wanted this to happen you really have no choice right yeah, it's a, it was a crazy sting too. It because was it's like yeah, that guy did not see any of this coming, and he was just like so concerned. Um, but the not to burn the lead because we still have uh quite a bit to to cover today. Um, the most controversial part, and you guys have to watch it for yourselves to to kind of understand a the context and b what happens. But after Borat fails to give both Trump and Pence his daughter. Now we should preface that his daughter is played um, is pretending to be fifteen, but is played by like a twenty four year old. Mm-hmm. This uh, they offer up this girl to Giuliani, and you see on the video him or like I, I don't know if the actual setting up of the interview is real or if it's fake, but the interview is one hundred percent real, like one thousand percent. Giuliani has no idea that he's about to get set up to the point. um, She invites him into the bedroom to take off their microphones with a drink. And she, he just willingly follows. It's been wildly rumored a bunch of stuff about him. And we're not a podcast that goes through that stuff. Uh We just want to know what you guys think. Is it real? Is it fake? Is he tucking in his shirt? Is he taking off his microphone or does he have his hands down his pants? All I want to say, though, is who tucks their shirt and lying down? Nobody. <laughs> On top of that, uh, it came out a day after the film was released because he was doing some damage control. The police were called on Bar- uh, Sasha Baron Cohen and his co-star. They weren't able to, I guess, apprehend them because they had no idea who they were until a little bit later. It's, it's, it's wildly accusatory. because Why were the cops called on them? Because they were in his offices and they like Borat ran in in a friggin' sexy leotard, right? Oh no! Okay, so what happened with that though is they actually had he was always he was always in the room. They had actually um, altered the room, and he was in a kind of hidden compartment. I re- I read a uh, interview that he had um, had done, uh, and he explained the whole whole situation he was actually in a uh 
yeah, like a compartment or something in the room so that he could jump out quickly. Um, they had uh, people watching the the cameras in that other room. He was on uh, constant communication through like text messages and stuff like that, essentially to be able to jump out at a moment's notice and stop whatever was going on in the other room. Um, so like they set the room up in in a way that was safe for the female actor um but yeah no there there's a yeah they pulled the shoot early because it could have gotten a lot worse yeah like i think they they stopped it right at the time that it right at the 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 good uh, at the right time they stopped it because uh it could have been really bad but uh one thing that there was a whole lot less of in this this one was a lot less penis yeah, there was only the penis that was faxed. There was like the penis fax and the chair. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, though, I think uh, it, you know, it's a Borat movie. It's uh, it has that stupid, crude humor. It it plays on uh, the I would I wouldn't say ignorance is the correct term, but um, it plays on the fact that people are easily like they're gullible right um but one thing that really stood out though is that there it did show the good side of a lot of people um even the two two guys that they that he stayed with for a while like they were you know they were saying that the clintons drank blood and and uh, you know a whole bunch of stuff right like some crazy things um but they willingly let this stranger stay with them. They, they ought, like they helped him look for his daughter, right? Like they, they showed a good side. It showed a good side of these people, even though, you know, they have uh, views and opinions that a lot of people disagree with. Right. Yeah. It still showed like, that's one thing that that movie did is that it showed the good side of a lot of people. My favorite guy though, is the guy at the, uh, the PMS store. Oh, yeah. a hilarious title. Like the, it's like a, um, I don't know, like a Kinko's or like, a uh, staples or like a UPS store, like a mail store. Like, so he went in and that's where he was faxing stuff. The guy was just going on and just going with it. Everything that he wanted to send, the things that he wanted to say, the, the, uh, responses that he was getting he was reading them and then when he told him that he wasn't going to be like killed or whatever he was genuinely excited it was that guy's a great but overall i think it was a pretty good pretty good movie i i agree um you know it wasn't a bad thing and neither is this just did a bad thing What'd you do? All right. It wasn't me. I almost did a bad thing. I sent you that controller. I was, I almost bought for no reason whatsoever, a series X controller that was based on the Mandalorian because it looked fucking cool. Then I realized I didn't need a $150 controller because I have an elite and I'm going to get a brand new one with the, the console. Well, hold up. You would have been super disappointed if you bought that anyways. For why? It's not the, it's the, not the updated series controller. 
So it's just 150. See, I didn't even notice that. It's, I was just like, it's I kind of want to buy it. The old, like, it's the current model Xbox controller for like the Xbox One. Yeah. Well, yeah, it comes with like a cool stand, but really for the price, if it was if it was a controller with this like for the Series X or the Series S, I feel like it would be worth it a little more. But no, the only other thing I bought was some G Fuel, and that's because I'm a sucker for advertising, so I'm going to try it out. It's apparently G healthier Fuel. than well, it's apparently healthier than Rockstar or Red Bull. Is it? So we'll see. Besides, yeah. I've only collected like $9 from Rockstar. And it's just too much Rockstar. Oh, for the uh, Cyberpunk thing? Yeah. Yeah, I'm at like $15. But that was because it was like my study drink. It's keeping me yeah. up. I uh, heard you've done a bad thing. Yeah, and I, technically, you've done two bad things. Why? What was the bad things that I did? You made me a trade. You picked up Legions for me because you had a coupon. And I picked up a board game for you. So that's like a bad thing each. That's that's not really a bad thing. I feel like that's just like, you know. That's friends helping friends. Yeah, exactly. No, uh, the bad thing I did was buy a, a a watch. And it's not just any watch. I bought the uh, Samsung Galaxy Watch Active 2, I think. I don't know. It's a mouthful. But yeah, I bought a smart watch. It was on sale at Costco the other day. Uh, kind of, it was the the thing is, is like the sale price was the same everywhere else, like Best Buy and Walmart and all that stuff, Amazon. But the Costco one came with an extra charge cable, which um, um, in itself is like those things are like thirty or forty bucks, right? Yeah, well, Samsung's uh, proprietary uh, proprietary shit is never cheap. What are you talking about? It's just like a magnetic, like um, thing that snips. Uh, <laughs> wow, that was a. I can't even say the word. It's a magnetic thing that clips onto the back or attaches to the back. I, Apple Watch chargers are expensive too. Apple started it. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, I saw it. It was, like, a good price. It was on sale. And uh, I walked through the store. And ultimately, I'm going to say um, it came down. My deciding factor was uh, I sent you a picture, Sean. And I said, should I buy this watch? And you said, yes. And, <laughs> you know, the rest is history. And this is why we're not allowed to to hang out as much as we'd like. Yeah, to. that's true. Come but you know aside. what? So I'm paranoid though for like scratching it or dinging it, right? It's and I was thinking about that today. It's like, man, we we buy these nice things like these accessories and stuff like that, and or phones, right? You buy a nice phone. It's got a glass body, but you always get a case for it because you drop it, it's screwed, right? So I was I was I was at work and I was working in uh, doing like sterilization and stuff like that, and I I kind of like hit my watch on uh, it was like this like industrial washing machine thing that, that disinfects instruments and whatnot as well, but I kind of like hit the watch on one of the racks, and I was like oh shit, did I scratch my watch already? I've only had it for like two days. Luckily, it just kind of buffed out, but. So I found uh, some like s- these covers that go around it, and uh, on Amazon I found four. It was like 
$12 for them. Different colors, shiny red, silver, steel color, and black. So I was like, okay, well, why not? Why not accessorize my accessory, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I uh, decided to buy this watch. It's got a two-day battery life. The crazy part about what you just said is I was going to do that for the first day of having my Apple Watch, and I just kept the original band. Now, as for its dexterity and durability, like, eventually what you'll see in the screen is kind of like um, like the oils build up on certain spots. But do you know how many times I ding this off the inside of, like, my safe at work and a bunch of other stuff, and it's still no chips, no marks, no nothing? Mm-hmm. I've had it for a year. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just not that... I never thought I'd ever be the person to have an Apple watch though. I never wanted one, never wanted one. And then a deal um, too good to be true showed up. So I got it. Yeah. He stole it. Everyone. He walked into a store, picked it up and walked out. No, I, I ended up uh, when I was upgrading my phone. um, It was the, the year before his model. So I guess 2019s or 2018s at this point. And it was $150 if I bought at least three months worth of service. I mean, you don't need to have GSM on it. I quite enjoyed GSM while I was going to the gym because I didn't have to have my pocket or uh, my phone in my pocket of either my hoodie or my shorts while I was at the mm-hmm. gym and I'm putting my, my phone down on like the equipment and stuff. I could run Spotify right from my phone to my AirPods. It's shocking I don't own a Mac. Like, yeah. it really is. See, like this this watch, you know, it's got internal storage, so I can copy music and stuff to it directly. Um, it also has Spotify, which was interesting. Um, and I can connect it to Wi-Fi through my phone. So say I was at the gym, and, you know, if they had, like, the free Wi-Fi for public, I could connect the watch to it, log it on my phone, and then the watch would stay connected to it, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't care anymore because – I got an exercise bike. I should be on it right now. Too bad I don't have it yet. <laughs> no, oh, do you order it? Yeah. I ordered it off uh, costco.ca. You have to tell me which one you got. But we got to get into the rest of this show. We got a lot of news, man. Oh, yeah. What happened? Well, EA simultaneously pissed off a fan base and made one fan base, or I guess two fan bases, really happy. Um, so what they did first today was they showed off the new Sims trailer. Now, the Sims, as you guys know, and as we've talked about a great detail numerous times, um, they like to have what's called stuff packs and expansions, right? So this year, this new expansion is called the Snowy Escape. Now, this can't be confused with the Galaxy's Edge one that they made, or what did they say? It wasn't um, Trip to Naboo. It was... Do you remember what it was called? I should have wrote it down. Uh, Journey to Batu. Okay. So, they're... um, Like, this is a full content pack. So, this is a $60 pack right out the gate. So, if you want this game, $60, whereas the Batu one was like $30. Now, people are noticing that in order to have the download files, it suggests that you also have (laughs) Journey to Batu. Because EA sold so few of this expansion pack that they're either trying to bundle it in to give it away or they're going to make it like you have to buy it, which is just insane to begin with. 
However, what they do to piss off their community is once again, they released a $60 expansion to this game, which now is worth like a total of $800 or more. And they made the Japanese character fairly white. They, they didn't really try and do any sort of character shading. If you watch the trailer, they really only have three shades of character still. And people are just upset at this point because they've had so many opportunities to just add more more shades for people. And so people could like create Sims that are more true to themselves. Um, so people are really upset about that. And the fact that again, it's nothing that they wanted. Like it's cool that you get to go to a mountain in Japan, but why are you paying $60 for that? And to have a little bit of Japanese furniture, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So that's pissed off people fairly greatly because again, EA is not listening. EA claims in multiple tweets that we're trying to be more inclusive. And what they did this time is what they talked about at that EA play. You remember how they they kind of glossed over the fact that they were including multiple races, but they were like, we want to support the LGBTQ community. So mm-hmm. the character or the main character in the trailer has a girlfriend. Great. Good job with half of the exclusivity that you needed to do. But well, please include more. Well, so really, if EA is saying that they're going to include multiple races, all they have to do is include two. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Technically correct. It's yeah, EA, though. What the, what do we expect? Here's, okay, in all honesty, if they can have, and we're not going to talk about their NBA games because they're just awful. If they can have pretty accurate color shading in NHL, FIFA, and Madden, and let's look at FIFA and Madden more because they're more dominated Um. But by people of color, opposed to the NHL, you'd agree? Yeah. So if they can accurately get different soccer players to look like themselves, how hard is it to change the shader from like three colors to like 10? Or whatever you would need for ethnicities. Mm -hmm. Why is this still so difficult for a company that can do it in every other game precisely? Why is it so hard? Especially if you're paying, if you're willing to pay $60 per content pack, this has to be an easy fix, right? Like, I can't be imagining that. Yeah, they probably just have to change a, a, a hex value for color. See, we're so smart. We just solved it. Now, what they did on the other side of things, speaking of Madden and FIFA, but excluded their little North American brother NHL. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because Madden is also only played in North America. Well, is predominantly in North America, but Europe, Europe loves it. Is they are offering or they're making sure that Madden 21 users and FIFA 21 users will get the next gen version for free if you if you've already paid for it. Um, these will the update will include uh, include blazing fast load times, the most realistic fluid player movement ever in an EA Sports title. I don't believe that. Authentic game day experiences inside stadiums and new player details unlocked by deferred rendering and lighting. That ray tracing guy. Um, <laughs> the game, the game on uh, PlayStation Five will also feature new haptic technologies via the DualSense controller. Those sound like pretty reasonable uh, upgrades for free for long-lasting players of the franchise. Mm-hmm. They didn't mention NHL. I mean, it just came out. They might want it to cook a little bit longer before they offer it out because maybe they're trying to sell more copies before people wait. 
which was another thought I had, right? Like I was telling you, I was probably going to buy it digitally so I could play on either one. But if it doesn't have the free upgrade, I might just wait. And then if I buy it digitally with the upgrade installed on it, will it dumb itself down for the Series X? Or sorry, not the Series X, the One X. Um, as I've told you, but I don't know if I've told our listeners, I've made the conscious decision to keep two Xboxes because we wanted to make sure we had a 4K machine on the main TV for watching movies and stuff, um, especially on Blu-rays. So our original Blu-ray player only had, uh, it's only upscaled to 1080p. It's a pretty old Blu-ray player. So we're that's why we made the decision to keep doing that. But good on EA. You're giving some, you're, you're doing what people want, which is great. Let's just see if you can stick the landing. Right? Right. But they won't. They're going to fuck it up somehow. Yeah, they'll probably piss off NHL or do something else stupid. Or be like, no, just kidding. $5. <sighs> just kidding. Um, you found some excellent news on Twitter the other day. Um, you and like three other people are probably super excited about Nintendo's announcement. Do you want to oh, explain? come on. There's a lot of people that are excited about it. Okay, six people. At least seven. Anyways, <laughs> what are we talking about? Um, so I guess Nintendo has finally listened to the cries and pain that many people who play the who have been playing uh, Super Mario 3D All Stars. Um, Nintendo is releasing an update in November uh, that will add inverted controls to all three games in the Mario Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Um, and I, I remember, I don't know if you remember me saying how I can't really play Super Mario Sunshine because I can't invert the controls for Flood. Yep. Well, looking at a screenshot that Nintendo has released, you can actually change the controls specifically for Flood, which will make that game a million billion times easier for me to uh, play. So I'm super excited for that. I just have to wait till November 16th, I think it is, to uh, play. But by then, maybe I'll be playing my Xbox Series X. If That's a good time. Which uh, we will talk about in a minute. But let's get into a little bit of a spooky, spooky category. We have a... Uh, Two Halloween-themed things for you, and then we're going to finish this off with uh, what you guys are all waiting for. Uh, no, it's not the contest. It's just a little bit more cyberpunk stuff. However, David and I curated a list of some of our favorite Halloween movies, and we have a question for you. Do the top Halloween movies have to be scary, delightful, or always downright horrific? Now, I'm talking your differences between Halloween um Chucky, The Bride of Chucky, um, Carrie, Casper, that kind of stuff. We've compiled a list of 10 of our favorite movies, and we're hoping that you enjoy the same. All right, some of them, if not, what makes your top 10 list? So in number 10, uh, we have the Saw series. I think that's a fairly well-known horror film that you'd watch around Halloween, yeah? Yeah, I feel like just because they are more, like scary in the sense that they are people like kind of captured and have to do stuff, but it's more of a slasher film and not, um, 
not really a hollow, like a scary movie. You know what I mean? Like you can watch that anytime. Um, but there's no Halloweeny theme to it, if that makes sense. That's fair. Now, the next movie on our list has uh, Halloween all over it. Yeah, it's actually the the name Halloween Town. Now, there are four of these movies. Um, Chris and I actually watched one last night. They're good, wholesome family Halloween movies that take place in a fictional fictional town called Halloween Town. That's just exactly what it is. It's a good old fun fashioned Halloween movie. I would I would put that more under the delightful, not scary, but still the content's great. Also, did you know that that movie's 22 years old? Really? Yeah. I feel like, like it I just re- came out. I remember watching these as a kid like on the family channel. Cuz there's Halloween Town and then the second one is I want to say it's called like Calabar's Revenge, and that's like the like the Revenge of the Mayor from the first one. And then there was a high school one. And then they changed the actress for the fourth one, and I don't remember that one really. Now, I, going I'm, on, gonna, I'm gonna have to confess something though. I've never, never seen, seen it. Never seen oh, any of them. But you're aware of them. Yes. Yes, I am. Well, you've probably seen the next one on our list. It would be considered a musical of sorts. And by that, I mean fully in Rocky Horror Picture Show. I think it's uh, safe to say it's a well-renowned holiday Halloween film. Yeah, it's okay. Just okay? I I know lots of people enjoy it. Um, I know that uh, there's one theater in my town that every year they would play Rocky Horror Picture Show. I feel like that's a Galleria thing. Yeah, I don't know if they. Uh, I don't remember the last time they did. It. I think it was like two years ago, honestly. Um, but uh, yeah, I know I know people who absolutely love it. I think some of the some of the music is really good. I don't understand the story though. Well, I, the story's I, fairly I, simple. <laughs> it gets confusing about halfway through. Fair <laughs> um, this the next one though. It's kind of so. This is like right around our halfway mark. This is uh, number six on our list. No, number seven. <laughs> number seven on our list. This is uh, a movie that has sparked controversy since its release. And Ooh. this is also the movie that you are either on the it's a Halloween movie or it's a Christmas movie. Uh, you know, it's like the glass is half empty or it's half full. Uh, and that's right. I'm talking about the nightmare before Christmas. See, I thought you were going to talk about gremlins the way you were selling that. No, but, but gremlins <laughs> is 1000% a Christmas movie that people are like, Oh, it's a Halloween movie. Yeah, no, it's a Christmas movie. Uh, nightmare before Christmas. It takes place in a Halloween type place, but then also there's Christmas involved in it. I feel like it's more of a November movie. Um, <laughs> What? No, it happens in a city called Christmas Town. Yeah, but it's like Halloweeny. Yes, Skeletons. Because- His name is Jack Skeleton. Jack O'Lantern. Halloween. Jack Skeleton, not Skeleton. Whatever, same thing. No, very different. <laughs> You're cut off. Next up on the list is Hocus Pocus. There, 
I'm not. I'm not going to build up this one. Everybody knows Hocus Pocus. But you know what's funny? It was a box office bomb, and it wasn't until you know it went onto home video and stuff like that that it became a cult classic. Well, I think that's what happened with some of the the some of the movies in here or on this list specifically are are more of those cult classics and less of the I did well in movie theaters. Mm-hmm. Like Hocus Pocus came out in I want to say 1993. It starts some pretty big people. Like Sarah Jessica Parker and Bette Midler, those aren't tiny people. No, oh, they, uh, they're probably about 150 pounds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> next on our list was a movie that I'm pretty sure if you say the title three times, he shows up. And uh, uh, we're talking about Beetlejuice. Uh, red rum. <laughs> I'm not too sure where the juice comes from or what kind of juice it is. I feel like it's some sort of beetle juice. Uh, this was an interesting one. Uh, it's it's phenomenal. Mi- Michael Keaton. Uh, reprising his role as dead Batman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> dead Batman's butler. Yeah. According to some of our old, our old ones. That's yeah. Alfred. Yeah, it's Alfred. It's uh, Michael, Michael Caine. Yeah. Uh, Beetlejuice. You know what? I've seen this a few times, but I can't remember much about it. Um, Again, like again, I think it's popularity has now come around because there's a Broadway musical for it as well. But Beetlejuice is the tale of a creepy little Beetlejuice guy that lives in a like that diorama, remember? And she mm-hmm. said uh, Christina Ritchie's character sets her free, and like it has Catherine O'Hara in it. This is a great movie, great great movie. And thinking about it here, I'm I'm actually surprised we didn't put The Shining on this list. Although it's not really a Halloween movie, it's more of just a horror film. Yeah. Uh, next on the list. One of my personal favorite Halloween movies. Um, I don't know if it's just blatant nostalgia, but the cast is just by far one of the best ever assembled for a comedy. And that's Scooby-Doo starring Freddie Prince Jr., Sarah Jessica Parker, or well, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Sarah three-name person, Linda Cardinelli, Matthew Lillard, and Ilsa Fisher, and Rowan Atkinson. Great, great movie. Great movie. And it's Scooby-Doo, so it's fun. And it's live action, which makes it even better. So it's scary. No, it's funny. It's funny. It's it's funny scary. You know what always scared me as a kid when I was younger? Zool. Not Zool. Zool from Ghostbusters. Which Ghostbusters are we talking about? Which one's the better one? Ghostbusters 1, 2, or the female remake? Or the fourth one that's coming out. Yeah, that's right. Speaking of Ghostbusters, PSA for all you Epic Game account holders, the Ghostbusters Remastered will be free tomorrow or free this weekend on the Epic Game Store. Pick it up. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, I saw that this morning. Um, back to the Ghostbusters, though. If we were just to hit the first one, if not the second one, because the second one has the whole thing with the, the sewers, right? Uh, yeah. Um. I think like the first one and the second one both seem very, very similar. That like I, I always kind of forget which movie things happen in because they both feel very much the same. The first one was The Gatekeeper and Stay Puff. Oh right. It's you know what the thing is, you know what what confuses me though? 
or what makes it more confusing is because it's the exact same characters in both movies. Yeah. That you could essentially watch them back to back and it's just like one big long movie and they they get into bad situations. Except Sigourney Weaver and Bill Murray are together in the second movie. Well, yeah, but it's like, you know, the first movie and then they they fall in love in the after the first one, right? Because he's trying to pick her up the whole time, right? And then, you know, after she becomes the... Wait, does she become the demon thing? Yeah, she becomes yeah. a gatekeeper. Yeah. Then, uh, you know, she finds true love for him. And then the second movie takes place, you know, like a few months later. You know, I hate to admit this, but the, the, go, the, the all female reboot, and I'm not hating to admit this because it's an all female reboot. I'm hating to admit it because it's widely renowned as sucky. The, the advancements in CGI made that movie palatable. I mean, it wasn't the greatest, but like the ghosts and the demons were pretty fun. Chris Hemsworth was annoyingly charming. And like, who, who was the, he in that movie? Uh, he was their secretary because they had a male secretary opposed to. Oh, of course. Gender yeah, reversal. Sli- yeah, like Slimer. But like the cast wasn't terrible. I'm not a huge Melissa McCarthy fan, but Leslie Jones was great. Kate McKinnon was great. Kiss- uh, Kristen Wiig also fantastic in that movie. There, there was a lot of good to the movie. It just it wasn't well received because people did that whole thing where it was just like, oh, well, I don't want to watch it because of the gender revolt, uh, the reverse. And like, if I may, the whole Charlie's Angels thing has been so overplayed. Like, Charlie's Angels has always been three women, but this time they made it with a Bosley that was a female and people hated it. And you would argue that it would, like, all three Bosleys have been different in the films and the TV was another completely different version of Bosley. So lots of differences um, coming in. Number two on our list is Halloween. Uh, Michael Myers is going to kill you a Let's million go. times. See, I was tossed up between this and Friday the 13th, but I was like, we can only really include one serial baddie. I feel like Halloween is more of a Halloween movie than Friday the 13th is. All right. So let me ask you this. If lightning flashed, and it was either Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees standing there in the lightning. Who would you be more scared of? Um, the wait, who's the other guy? Jason from Friday the 13th. Wait, who's they're not the same. No. Michael Myers is the guy with the, like the, the mask and the knife. And Jason, depending on which Friday the 13th you've watched has like very oh, yeah. like varied costumes. I would say, um, I would say Friday, like Michael Myers. Wait, hold on. No, Jason is the scarier of the two. Jason's the hockey mask. Yeah, Jason's the scarier of the two. Michael Myers is just, isn't it actually his mom? Spoiler alert. His mom, uh, Jason's mom controls him, doesn't he? No, no, no. I thought it was, I thought Michael Myers was actually his mom. Like he's dead. Uh, I don't know. I'm getting my movies mixed up, but. I either way, Halloween good good Halloween movie. Yeah. I watched uh, the like it's not the funny thing is is like those movies back when they came out were scary, right? But uh, now you watch it and it's a great time. It's it's funny. 
Do, do you know what I think also made Friday the 13th so spectacular? Was the fact that like that video game came out a few years ago and you got to experience the different Jasons all at the same time. It's kind of different and true, funny. True. Um, I believe we are on our final film and this film inspired many, many uh, parody. It is the reason Scary Movie 1 through 4 exist. It is also the reason we got a Budweiser commercial so phenomenal. People still quote it today by going, what's up? Because obviously we're talking about Ghostface and Scream. You funny story. Um, back when I was a, but a wee child, a, a small bud of a man, um, my brother was watching Scream in the basement. And I went down. And I saw the part where he brutally murders, brutally murders a poor, innocent teenager. And um, it scarred me, scarred me for life. I was actually terrified of that. Have I seen Scream since? No, because I feel like it's going to bring up some hidden childhood trauma. So so that's it. That's our list. If you like our list, awesome. Check out some of these movies. If you do not like our list, then suck it. And make your own. <laughs> yeah. Make your own um, goddamn list. And just to correct um our our friend David here, Pamela Voorhees was the main antagonist of the first Friday the thirteenth because Jason Voorhees drowned as a child. Okay, so what is so it was Jason. Yeah, I don't you was- remember going like playing that uh, Friday the thirteenth game? You'd have to go to the cabin where like Jason's stuff was and it was all like little child stuff and you'd hear Jason's mother, but it was just Jason's mother talking. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure I was right before I uh, did it. Yeah. Now, normally you're wrong. David, are you ready? I'm my, I'm always ready. Are you ready for a contest? Oh shit. All right, guys. Heck so yes, I am ready. Here is the rules. All right. The rules are simple. We're going to do, or we're going to go over a list of um, Halloween costumes that we found by one of our favorite Canadian actors, Mr. Keanu Reeves. At the end of this list, David is going to reveal which Keanu Reeves costume he would dress up as for Halloween. If you can repeat to us via DM on Instagram what costume David would wear and what costume you would wear, you will be entered for additional ballots for your chance to win the second copy of Cyberpunk 2077. Sound like a plan? Yeah, sounds like a plan. I didn't know that I was going to be put in the hot seat, though. (laughs) I'm just joking. I totally knew. Yeah. (laughs) So, funny thing about um, Keanu Reeves is that out of, I don't know, a dozen movies... He has played a character named John, Johnny, or Jonathan, or some some uh, variant of the name, yeah. uh, which is pretty funny because he plays Johnny in uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. If that game ever is coming out, Johnny Silverhand. Yeah. So our uh, where are you going with this? Count and six from the top or the bottom. Well, we'll start from the bottom. So number okay. eleven. Which is, you know, I feel like this shouldn't be number 11, but, or is this just like the, no, this shouldn't be number 11 because this was a great character. Yeah, Dude. I think this should be in the top five, but I, did, yeah. I didn't 
rate these. We found this on a Mashable website or a Mashable article. We thought it was hilarious. And because our appreciation for Keanu Reeves and the podcast's absolute love for John Wick, we decided to copy the list verbatim. The reason we didn't take the 12th one is because it was the cat from Keanu, which is based on Keanu Reeves, but not actually Keanu Reeves. Stupid. Right? So he didn't voice it or anything. However, coming in at number 11 is from Toy Story 4, the stuntman we all know and love from Canada, Duke Kaboom. I can see David being in that costume. Yeah. Great. uh, Actually, probably the funniest character in all of Toy Story 4. Wow. And like that's taking away from Buzz Lightyear's one-liners. Yeah, it, Buzz Lightyear was barely in the movie. I thought the um the uh, the Key and Peel characters were funny as hell. Oh, I forget that's their true. Names, yeah. They were like the yeah, the barons, the the bird thing. Um Two I'm actually quite surprised that they haven't done like a Duke Kaboom spin-off movie yet. Yeah, even like a little short. Like yeah. there's so many forky shorts on Disney Plus. Um, number 10, Don John. From I mean, much, much ado about nothing. Much ado about nothing. I don't know too much about this, this one. I haven't seen the movie. Yeah. The only screen captures I saw where he looked like a cowboy, but he wasn't a cowboy. If I remember correctly, he is a male stripper. That's yeah, actually. No, this is based off a of Shakespeare play. Um, and he just he's just riding a horse. Oh, I'm thinking of this ain't much ado about nothing. XXX. Oh, oh yeah. got you. Oh, got you. OK, well, number nine is, is Hawk John. <laughs> I would hilarious. argue that a this is probably his most famous character of all time. Probably most well-known character. Yeah. And the easiest costume to find. All you need is a black shirt, black pants and a black trench coat and and some sunglasses. The, what is that called? Uh. It's not a dagger. What does Raphael have? They're uh, they're like little tridents. A sigh. We're talking about Neo from the Matrix. Yeah. All you have to yeah. do is like bend over every once in a while. And be like, he wasn't even really that good of an actor in that one. He was just very monotone. No cap. He has never been a good actor. I can. <laughs> I can. What is what does he say? I can stop time or something like that. I can breathe oh. bullets. I don't know. But Morpheus. Uh costume. <laughs> Where were you going with that? I don't know. The <laughs> costume next on the list is the humble lawyer, Jonathan Harker, from Dracula. Yeah, now, great movie. It is so fucking long though. It's like almost three hours long. I mean, like. by by yesterday's standards, three hours for a movie is incredibly long. The only movie that really touched that three-hour barrier was the Ten Commandments, was it not? After uh, that, after that, like it's been like we've teetered a lot with two, two and a half, and then superhero movies have kind of pushed the the brink again. Mm-hmm. But this this is a, again a very simple costume. You just need a vest and a white shirt. And hey, it's got to dress old. Yeah, maybe a wig. Everything should yeah, be like it's very rich. That's the thing is you got to get the hair right. You could you could say you got bitten by Dracula and put like two dots on your neck, although that didn't happen. Yeah, that's true. Um, Actually, yeah, he got bitten by Dracula. Oh, true, he did. Yeah, Dracula. There was like all the women, and they were all sexing him up, and then Dracula sexed him. <laughs> Are you sure you're not talking about Dracula XXX? No, this is ser- seriously like I watched the movie the other day. 
And by that, I mean like the other month. Yeah. There's like a whole, like a whole sex scene between him and like some, some women vampiresses. I don't know what they're called. They're not actually vampires. They're just like temptress temptress. Yeah. Uh, he's like banging them. And then Dracula comes in the room. He's like, no man, y'all get off of my Jonathan Harker. Cause I'm going to suck his blood. Through, through his All right, so we're moving on <laughs> to probably one of Keanu's most popular characters. Um, I don't want to shock you in the name that he was for this character, but again, it starts with a J, and it's Johnny Utah from Point Break. All you need is a wetsuit, a surfboard, and some wet hair. Is this the one where he uh, fires the gun into the air and screams? I mean, I think that's also in Speed. But Point Break is also, yeah. Man, I haven't seen that movie in forever. I know. I usually watch the, I usually prefer uh, Speed 2 or 3. The one with the boat. It's awful. <laughs> what was that? It's called Speed 2. I, I feel like it was called More Time Needed, but that can't be right. No, it's Cruise Control or something Cruise like Control, that. Cruise Control, yeah. <laughs> More uh, Time Needed? <laughs> It's like the Bollywood version. Number number six on the list is Keanu's character, John Constantine in Constantine, where he's a supernatural detective slash demon fighter. Uh, All you need is a dress suit or a dress shirt and a tie and a withering stare. You know what I'm realizing through um, this list? This guy has no range and all of his characters need to be named John because he has no memory. All Probably. of the uh, all of the movies that he's in, so far he plays very basic, uh, basic characters that their costume design really has an easy job. I, I've got a legitimate question for you. Do you think when they're writing movies and they're like, "All right, guys, we got Keanu," everybody's like, "Yeah, we got Keanu," and they're like, "We should make his name John because that's what he thinks his name is." If we just say, hey, John, he'll respond. And people will know that they're talking to him because he's John. I'm starting to think, just looking at this list, he's got to be named John. Maybe his middle name's John. Keanu John Reeves? Yeah. Uh, Next up on the list, I remember this movie because I went to it. His middle name is Charles. We were this close to greatness. All right. Well, th- this isn't a John, but his name is Julian Mercer in this love flick. And something's got to give where he seduces Diane Keaton or he attempts to. Um, again, here's what you need. A stethoscope, blue scrubs, a white lab coat. Hey, you have most of these items. That's true. This is from something's got to give. I forgot to say the movie name. I am very, very sorry. Next up, another J name. We got Jack Tavern. A member of the LAPD SWAT, uh, a member of the LAPD, and this movie is called Speed. We're running out of time, and I'm being Speed One. The bus that couldn't slow down. If this bus goes below sixty miles per hour, it'll explode. Uh, for this one, you need a long sleeve denim button-down shirt, a white tee, a brown belt, and some shoes, tan pants, and a walkie-talkie, and Sandy Bullock in a bus. Sandy B, number three. Number three. Here we go. I don't know if you've seen this movie yet, 
but Keanu Reeves plays Keanu Reeves, but a douchey version of himself. In Always Be My Maybe, which was a Randall Park, Ali Wong movie, uh-huh. he's literally just dressed up with, like, he looks like he's John Wick with glasses and a scarf. And they're, like, very thick grim glasses, so it's kind of like he's already being douchey and unironic. That This is true. But very good movie. But if you want to just dress up as Keanu and throw on a, a scarf and a, a pair of thick glasses, you got Keanu and Always Be My Baby. Good luck explaining that at a party. Number two. I feel like good luck explaining any of these at a party. I know. This one's fairly obvious. Theodore Preston. That's um, true. Yeah. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures. Is it Theodore and Preston? Phil S. Preston. Oh, Theodore Logan. I'm sorry. You are right. Oh, man. Get with the... Wow. You make mistakes all the time. But I make one. It's like, get with the times. Anyways, dress up as Ted. You just have to be somewhat stoned. Have a white band shirt. Anyone is fine. Get a vest and or like denim shirt. And you just have to look like you skip school and you have been stoned out of your mind. You'd also just buy a pre-made Ted costume. Weed is not included. That's true. Finally, finally, finally. John Wick Keanu. You just need to wear a suit. A black on black suit. Yeah. Uh, You need to have long, greasy looking hair. A toy pistol and some gold coins. And a pencil. And if you can afford it to add to your, your costume budget, a stuffed dog. No, you don't need the dog because the dog's dead. But not th- not in the second and third movie. He has a different dog. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you killed his dog. <laughs> Do you even know what you've done? So I won't tell you which Keanu Reeves I would be. But David, it's time to answer the question that's most burning our listeners and the cue for our contest. Which All Keanu right. Reeves would you be? So... Here's my thought process, and I'm going to drag this out so that people listening are like, get to the point. No, I'm just joking. Uh, I'm going to have to say Theodore Logan from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Because get this, like, so every other Keanu is very kind of generic. You know, you just need like the long jacket or you wear like a basic T-shirt or, you know, black jacket, black suit, stuff like that. But if you look at... uh, Theodore Logan, Ted, his character in that it's a little more unique. You know, you, you need like the, the white Ramones shirt, or I guess you could, you know, substitute for any band from the, the time, but it's that, um, that, that black, like denim vest, or it's not even a denim vest. It's like a freaking vest from a tuxedo or something, right? Like it's, that's like the iconic look, and then, you know, like the sweatpants kind of rolled up and then you can kind of you could go off with the uh, the the hoodie or the jacket kind of tied around the waist. I like it. I like yeah, it. And I respect so it. Have be, you seen uh, the third movie? No, not yet. No, I haven't either. So there you go, guys. There you have it. So please send in what David picked and what you would pick for more chances to win Cyberpunk 2077. 
if yeah. that game is coming out. ever comes out because if anyone's been paying attention to the recent news CD Project Red has yet again delayed Cyberpunk 2077 to now December 10th so I think what what we've talked about is extending our uh, contest by a, a week or two just to you know give some people some more chances to get entries in um, and it will give us some more chances to give give more entries you know maybe next next episode we'll have um sean answer a, a, a tr- quiz question or something like that that have to get you guys in on but uh yeah no it's uh it's yeah i know that is the plan <laughs> um no but uh it's it's unfortunate because like we are super excited to give this game away at launch next month you know if people are going to be getting their hands on the new xbox or new playstation so being able to play on those systems would be super sweet right at launch but unfortunately it's not gonna work out the way that we hoped um people are raging over this saying that you know they just keep delaying the game um i've I've heard some arguments that they probably should have just made the game a next gen game anyways but uh their reasoning is that they uh, so let me get this straight. The game is gold. And what that means is that the game is complete from start to finish. But what they're doing now is, um, is quality control. And so the game's not complete. They fucked up. No, 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 no. The game is technically done. Sure. But what they're doing is they're doing like bug fixes and stuff like that, because in their statement, let me just pull this up real quick. And I, I totally believe this. So it says, some of you might also be wondering what these words mean in light of us saying, we achieved gold master some time ago. Passing certification or going gold means the game is ready, can be completed, and has all content in it. But it doesn't mean we we stop working on it and raising the quality bar. On the contrary, this is a time where many improvements are being made, which will be distributed on day zero patch. This time period, we are under calculated. So essentially, you know, they're doing a day one patch. Uh, But the reason for them delaying this is the biggest challenge for us right now is shipping the game on current gen, next gen, and PC at the same time, which requires us to prepare and test nine versions of it. So Xbox One, NX, compatibility on Xbox Series S and X, the PS4 and the PS4 Pro version, compatibility on PS5, PC, and Stadia. And not only are they trying to make these nine versions, they're all working from home still. So give them a break. You know, we're going to get the game. It was announced in 2008, I believe it was. Right. So what's another 21 days? Um, It just gives more people a chance to win a copy. That's all. (laughs) Uh, Funny thing, though, is that when Nintendo delays a game, everyone's like, you know what? Like, take your time. Uh a good game, a rushed game, you know, might be a broken game. I don't know what the saying is, but uh, I don't know. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? Nintendo, if they take a break or if they, if they delay a game, everyone's like, oh yeah, you know what? Take your time. It's cool. But then Cyberpunk or uh, CD Projekt Red, any other company, they delay a game and people are just like up in arms over it. Like Jesus guys, you guys are going to get your game. Some of you are even going to get it for free. Here, here's the thing. Like I know, talking to our good friend Devin, 
friend of the show, Devin, greedy hand. Um, he actually is so displeased that he's canceled his pre-order. It was a full price pre-order, so he didn't lose anything on it, but he, he's upset. He's, he's weathered the storm. He's gone through the September delay, the December delay or November delay. And now the December delay, and he's just lost interest. The one thing I, I, I clipped a tweet and I sent it to you. So a few weeks ago, uh, actually it was October 26th. The Cyberpunk 2077 or Cyberpunk game on Twitter had posted that they went gold. And somebody wrote wrote in, and we're going to give them full credit, uh, Posh Penguino. Hi, before I book the 19th off work tomorrow, can I have full confirmation that the game is going to come out that day? No takesy-backsies. And it's like, hashtag burnt before, hashtag can't wait, hashtag Cyberpunk 2077, hashtag Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk promptly replies, full confirmation. It's come out today in articles that the development team, the social media team, and the production team are all on different pages. And the production team was like, nope, we can't release this right now. The development team was like, we're good to go. And the social media team has just been running wild for weeks. (laughs) Being like, yeah, let's get hyped. It's a PR nightmare for CD Projekt Red right now. Each department's just doing their job. But like, how does the developer not know, but the production team know, you know? It's like the government. I, uh, unrelated, I was just trying to update, you know, my address and stuff like that um, with the Canadian government. And there was a big notice on some of the websites saying that like the CRA does not that department does not talk with like employment and all that stuff. So you have to go to each specific website or a, a department and change your information on each one. So yeah, in this case, I'm not surprised that uh, each department is not on the same page, but um, you know what? The one thing we have to give to them is that they are very transparent. Now, granted we have to take their word for it. Right. We have to, you know, assume that what the reasonings for them telling us that they're delaying the game again and all the previous times is the actual truth. Um, but at least they are being honest about it. They're they're giving out statements and they are going into depth as to what they're doing. Right. Rather than some companies are like, you know what, we just need some more time. It's going to be delayed. Remember when. Um, the Batman Arkham's Arkham Knight uh, collection came out. Yeah. This was years, a few years ago. Um, but they, there was an announcement that it was on hold indefinitely. And that was their delay statement that there was no release date whatsoever. And then randomly it felt like six months later, the game came out. So at least CD project red has been giving us um, some info they've been telling us what at least you know softening the blow a little bit yeah well you know what i kind of want to put some money down and be like i bet you we don't see this game till 2021 which is sad and scary but i mean if that's what has to happen that's what has to happen i just i don't know now like is it sitting on my priority list like i'm going to be 
balls deep in friggin' um, watchdogs on launch. Plus, I'm going to have um, like Call of Duty. And those are going to be my two launch games. I'll probably now just push my Cyberpunk back till Christmas and get that at Christmas. And I think that could be the other thing. Like, if you look at some of the games that are releasing at the end of November, there's too many people on the dance floor, man. Maybe they wanted a little bit more of their, their own space in December, and now they have it. That's true. But I think, um, like, like you said, do this like, all the you, time you, movies. you said that, uh, you'd be playing watchdog legions and stuff like that. But those watchdog legions comes out at the end of October. Yeah. But I'm not getting it until I see you, which could probably be the, like a few days. It'll be the launch of the Xbox. Maybe, but still, uh, other people might be in the same boat saying like, Oh, well I'm, I'm playing this game, but really that's a whole month of playing that game. Um, even still, it's like if you get, uh, even if I only do see you uh, for the Xbox Series launch, and that's when you get it, that's still a a, a month of being able to play that game. Yeah, that's that very I think, true. That I think by the time um, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven comes out, um, you will have played enough of Watch Dogs and whatever else um, that you will not feel bad about stopping playing those to play cyberpunk. I think the hype people are upset about it right now. That's fine. I'm totally understandable. I guess it's deserved. I don't know why, you know, people don't aren't inherently owed these games, but uh, um, I think what's, what's another month, right? We've been waiting this long. Yeah, no, no, you're totally right. And, uh, just thinking back, you remember the hype around um, the Avengers game? Now I'm willing to bet you're going to find that for 19 bucks next month. Like, oh, guaranteed! I can't it's wait to do a Black Friday read. That's going to be that's one of my favorite episodes. Like we yeah. did one last year, yeah. and I still remember how much fun it was. But we've got one more topic before we go today, guys. Uh, we're running a little bit longer than usual. We're trying to really keep it condensed for you guys into that hour, hour and a half. But um. I, I got to give credit where credit's due before I rip on Xbox. They got in on the joke about the Series X and they sent out a bunch of Xbox fridges to influencers. I saw I Justine had one. Snoop Dogg had one. Unbox Therapy had one. I don't know if Marcus Brownlee got one. I haven't seen it yet, but she did her entire unboxing for the Series X and the Series S in front of her Xbox One fridge. How cool is that? The fact that um, Microsoft is, um, how do the kids say, woke? <laughs> you know, sure, the Xbox might look like a fridge, but at least Microsoft is doing something about it. Um, and it's just making better publicity for them. There's actually a contest going on right now. To win one. To win one, which would be sweet. If I were to win that, Angela would hate it. But um, you'd have to sort at my apartment. It's big. Yeah. And it comes, it probably comes with like a bunch of like Mountain Dew in it. The, isn't it being do- uh, hosted by Monster? Oh, maybe. Um, now, before we're all really happy about Xbox, because in two weeks time, we'll have ours, hopefully. Did you hear, did you see what they did yesterday? 
and the day before that. So we're talking Monday and Tuesday at this point. These no. motherfuckers. Sorry, guys. This is going to get a little angry. These guys, or more specifically, they released a small amount of consoles to EB Games. Okay? They posted it on EB's website. Or EB posted it on Twitter. But they didn't specify whether it was online only or in store. Okay? So I see this post, and I'm like, oh, it's 20 minutes old. So I, like, throw on a sweater, run across the road, very much like the Super Nintendo thing, but a very a much shorter run. Get to EB. I'm like, hey, man, do you have any Xboxes remaining? And you guys are going to be like, Sean, you have one pre-ordered. What the fuck? And my whole thing was to make sure I could just pick it up on day one opposed to waiting for the mail. So I get across the road, and they were like, yeah, they were sold out yesterday. I was like, what? I was like, your post literally says it was in the hour. And they're like, oh, yeah, it was a mistake. It was for online. We didn't post that they were available yesterday. It was just people who are lucky enough to come in or whatever. I was like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, we only had three copies. Our region had like 15 total. And they just gave it to the busier stores. I was like, like, yeah, Microsoft is really fucked over um, smaller stores. I'm, I'm like, don't get me wrong. I'm glad that EB's taking a hit here. Because for some of the shady shit they did, and they deserve to be punished for the Animal Crossing thing. I don't care how you spin it. They deserve to be punished for how they treated their employees when every single mall closed and they kept friggin' EB open for the extra three days. Like, I understand that, like, COVID's looked at very differently than it was in March. And that's very uh, noticeable now with, like, shopping centers still being wide open. But... EB, like, obviously, they've learned some of their lessons because they're having, like, a staggered launch. So if you did get a pre-order, you get a specific time in which you can pick up your console. Which is going to suck for people who want to pick up extra stuff and people are going to be like, (laughs) like, the first people are going to be like, I'm buying a controller, sorry. You know? Yeah, I know. But all, all kidding aside, like, how do you, how do you screw this up again? Like, why didn't you just... Send them to the system. Um, obviously, EB had the choice. And that's what it might come down to. That EB was like, you know what? We could just get these pre-ordered and have them guaranteed sold. So here's Versus- the thing, though. It's not just EB that's doing this kind of thing. Um, a internal memo or post from a uh, Best Buy Canada uh, employee um, page had just came out the other day. Um, about the PlayStation 5s. And essentially it was saying that retail stores, like Best Buy stores, will not have any PlayStation 5 consoles in store for people who don't have a pre-order. Like there's no extra allotment. Any more consoles that Best Buy Canada is getting is going completely solely to their online inventory. So the only way to get a uh, a PS5 from Best Buy in Canada now is to order it online. Now, granted, that will change eventually. Like, Here's the thing is, yes, it's going to be tough to find a console, either the Xbox or the PS5. It's going to be tough to find one at launch. If you're lucky enough to get a pre-order, you know, you're all set unless, you know, you're unlucky and it gets canceled for some reason. Um, but if people can wait a month or two months, you know, you'll be able to get one. You'll be able to walk into a store and get one. Like there's, it's, it's not like 
it's a limited run, right? It's not like they're going to be making the PS5 and the Xbox Series consoles for two months and that's it. No, this is going to be you're going to these are the consoles for the next ten years, right? So this mad dash to get them right now, I get it. Like I'm I'm excited that we're getting one on launch. Um, but also, also it was, you know, like when it was up in the air on whether or not we could get one, even if we could get only one, right. I, I told you, you know, I can wait, you know? Yeah, it was a real bro move. I, I will give you that. You were willing to dive on the grenade to ensure I got one. It was a pretty special moment in our friendship. Not going to lie. David is a, a remarkable man. Yeah. I know, um, but I've I've had some conversations with other people. They're like, "Oh man, I, I really want to get one like at launch. I don't want to buy one off Kijiji." No, you don't, because the thing is, is the like I said, they're going to get more in stock. I said this about the and I I said this about the Animal Crossing Nintendo Switch. It sold out almost instantly. I was lucky enough to get one because I pre-ordered one. Uh, they were scalp being scalped online for, you know, seven, eight, nine hundred dollars And I told people, I'm like, it will come back in stock at some point. Eventually it will. Nintendo's not stupid. There's a whole lot of logistics and manufacturing issues going on right now because of COVID, but it was uh, earlier in the week or like late October stores had the animal crossing switch in stock and they're everywhere. They're everywhere now. Right. So yeah, just, Take a deep breath, and if you don't get an Xbox or a PlayStation 5 at launch, it's okay, because you can get one a few weeks later. <laughs> yeah, and like, I, I know we're very fortunate to have acquired the ones we did, and we worked really hard to get them. We, we're we not big enough to get handouts, guys. We don't have the the freebies, the, the, the demo units, anything like that. Um, just quickly, the unboxing videos have been shown on most accounts now. I, I thought the pictures were like, okay, I was looking at these things. I was like, how will this fit my Ikea console table? Which is a very, very popular piece of furniture. And like my Xbox One X barely fits in it. But I can't put the Xbox One or the Xbox Series X in that slot. I don't think. I think it's too tall even laying down. So... I've got to now figure out where I got to put this. And if you look at the PlayStation five, I've seen a few unboxings. That thing's a fucking monster. Oh, it's massive. Like I've, I don't think I've like the, the fat PS three looks tiny. It's bigger than the Yeah. It's bigger than the fat PS three. It's crazy. Like why? I, I can't wait to like see one up close and be like, Jesus. If this, if, if this was a contest to, make, to see who could make the biggest console, okay, sure. They win. Ultimately, the reason why it's so big is that Sony, uh, the, the PS4 had cooling issues, and Sony just put a big-ass fan in the PS5. I mean, it's like a jet engine now. Yeah. But that's it for us. Again, check out our Instagram. We will have more posts about the contest. We might have another contest coming up to supplement the fact that Cyberpunk has an issue if you like what you're hearing subscribe follow us tell all your friends we're here all the time please please come back we love you we miss you wow you sound so desperate (laughs) i know it's just like (laughs) fine 
Don't come back if you don't want to come back. But come back for me, not for David. (laughs) We'll catch you guys later. Thanks for listening. Peace.